the hell is this? What are you doing in my library? We were just, we were, it was just, uh, reading, reading. We were just reading, just reading, reading. What could you possibly read like that? Um, books? Welcome to the Nerd Blitz Book Club. Pull up a seat and pull down your pants. Listen to us read and go on rants. Hey gang, thanks for joining us this week for the Nerd Blitz Book Club. I am Doom. <laughs> and I am Fitz. Teehee. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back with more of Shadows Over Baker Street. This time we're reading... Um, the Curious Case of Miss Violet Stone by Poppy Z. Bright. Z. Period. Bright. And David Ferguson. And... The Adventure of the Antiquarian's Niece by Barbla... Barbla? Barbla. <laughs> They're coming to get you, Barbla. <laughs> Barbara Hambly. So, I remember everything that happened, but just to test you, what happened? <laughs> so, the first one, The Curious Case of Miss Violet Stone. Yeah. It's basically, uh, somebody comes to see... Sherlock Holmes because his sister has sister stopped eating. Isn't eating. Right. After I they went that. after they went on a vacation somewhere and she swam in some fucking lake. I think they went to Greece. Yeah. And so she they, she swam in some lake and then after that she got sick and she had like a high fever and all this shit and then all of a sudden she just stopped eating. She won't eat, but she won't die either. So yeah. it's been like months that she hasn't been eating, and they're like, that's I think impossible. it's been years. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it was like two or three years. Yeah, I couldn't remember how long it had been, but it was like so long that it was clear that she should be dead by now. It was alarming. Right. And uh, he's like, we don't know what's wrong with her, and the doctors can't figure it out, and she won't eat. And You know what this brought to mind, honestly? What's that? The creepy sister from Pet Cemetery. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's fucked up because in real time we've just been talking about that like a lot and now this came up and i was like whoa cosmic synergy dude <laughs> so they go they go to visit this well it kind of reminded me of the exorcist a little bit too because that too yeah yeah they they go to visit them at their house and you know they interview everybody and then they go to to see the the little girl and she's like a fucking concentration camp looking victim. Like mm-hmm. fucking Karen Carpenter or some shit. Because she won't eat. But then when when Holmes tries to talk to her, she like fucking freaks out and turns into like a super strong, forceful, evil sounding fucking possessed, you know. What? Yeah. And I then, was just uh, trying to think of some kind of like black speech type of shit. Black speak? That's, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, you know. 
that was like Lord of the Ringsy, you know? Oh. Some kind of fucked up deep like Yeah, right. Sorry, damn. <laughs> well you said black speak and I'm like, whoa. I said black speech. Take it easy. That was last thing we recorded, not this. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, ooh la la. <laughs> no, I said, not, ooh la la. <laughs> but she like grabs Holmes by the wrist and it, she's got like this Whoa, super. That's a little higher than I thought you were going to say. <laughs> uh, like iron grip. And he's like can't pull away and he seems like he's like hypnotized by her eyes and what she's saying yeah she's got some kind of svengali bullshit yeah and that's where it like took a turn i wasn't quite expecting well apparently spoilers she had been she'd been visited by a traveler from the past from an ancient ancient civilization that was far far ahead of us technology wise and they've figured out how to travel through time by possessing other people's bodies so yeah. they so they would travel through time, like astral project into the future, and then they could go into other people's bodies and experience the future. They travel through time by getting up inside, right? And then, then they leave and go back home. Well, this one got fucking stuck and is stuck inside this girl's body. He got stuck inside. Uh, he got stuck inside the little girl and couldn't get out. <laughs> well, you didn't have to add little girl. Like a fucking dog, you gotta throw water on it. <laughs> gonna go there too <laughs> get the hose get the hose she's got a demon in her uh this thing's stuck <laughs> and can't get out and it's killing the the girl well the girl stopped eating i forget why i forget why they said that she stopped eating but this thing is trying to keep her body alive yeah because those creatures don't need our type of sustenance and it's keeping her alive through you know Cosmic fucking magic shit. yeah you fucking a <laughs> through black speech <laughs> yeah it's keeping her alive through black speak <laughs> but so it, it like gives her it's a, it writes down like all this crazy gibberish shit in a notebook and gives it to Holmes and basically he's like kind of controlling his mind because he's like uh like hypnotized so he goes home and takes these instructions that he'd been given and built this fucking some kind of contraption. I don't know what the fuck it was. Yeah, they never really said or even described what it looked like outside of the package that it was in, like the bag that was covering it. Yeah, at the end, like, he goes pimping up the stairs and he's like, stay down yeah, here. nobody come up here. I need, <laughs> I need some alone time with the girl. <laughs> so, uh... He built a camera. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, so basically, it. Um, so basically, the, the device like is able to get that thing out of her, and it goes back to where it came from. And uh, that's it. Then Holmes doesn't remember anything of what he built, and there's the plans are gone, and the device is gone, and it's like nothing happened. Yeah, but he fucking knocks some smarts into her and shit. When he comes down, he's like, look. And she's like, Mama, I'm alive again. Or whatever the fuck she says. I'm but, so yeah, she hungry. Gets all super peppy. Yeah. <laughs> she gets all super peppy and shit again. And they're like, oh, my God, you saved our sister. Yeah, because her brother was the one who had, you know, kind of sparked uh, Holmes's interest in it beyond the newspaper articles and shit. Because everybody's like, oh, my God, this bitch is fucking living without food. Mm-hmm. 
they're like, okay, whatever. Somebody's sneaking her food or something. And yeah. But yeah, they thought it was like a hoax of some kind or something, you know, but. Yeah, some kind of attention-grabbing horse shit. Yeah. But it wasn't. It was ancient aliens. It, the TV show from History Channel? Uh-huh. I never saw that show, but I know the fucking crazy dude with the hair. But yeah, that's the that's that's the first story. So I feel like this is going to be a quick episode. Yeah, I mean, there really wasn't that much there really wasn't that much to it. Uh, true, but this one felt like really classic. Yeah, it did. This one, I like this one. Mm-hmm. I like this one. Like I said, like like you said, it felt like um, like the sister from Pet Cemetery, and I thought it, it felt kind of exorcistish. I just meant like the descriptions of the girl, where she was like super thin and shit and bedridden. Not like, oh, this is just like Pet Cemetery. Remember the part where the Mack truck hits the little boy or whatever? No, it, yeah, just the descriptions of the fucking emaciated sister being like, I don't need food. Right. And shit. Yeah, that it was kind of that part was kind of creepy, you know. If you used your imagination, right? Well, like I said, with us talking about Pet Cemetery so much lately, that seeped into my brain part, and I was like, "Oh no, it's gonna get creepy." Yeah, yeah. It was it was cool. The the brother came to Hard. to Sherlock to get the uh, <laughs> to, to get him to come see his sister. Yeah, and it was it was kind of cool the way he figured out who he was and what he did for a living and. All that shit, because he identified that he was a chef and that he was a chef at, he was a chef's apprentice or something at this hotel. Mm-hmm. And the way he deduced all that, the way they explained it was pretty cool. Yeah. Because like, like, he, like it was the time of day, it was like in between meal services, so he would have had time to come over. And there was only one hotel within walking well, distance I, or whatever. Wasn't his note written on the back of a hotel receipt, too? Yeah, and his, yeah, the something was yeah, there was something written on the That's, back of a hotel receipt, and he had a piece of parsley mm-hmm. on his shoe. Yeah, I, like I said, fucking classic Holmes. This one, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's a perfect example of it. Him being like, "Well, it was written on this hotel based on the fucking time of day and all," like you said, and the parsley or whatever the fuck. He's like, "So you're a chef and you work here?" And the dude's like, "How the fuck you know?" And he's like, "Well, one stupid." Yeah. <laughs> One stupid. You, the note you gave me is on the back of the receipt for this hotel. So, it's the Ritz, dude. Come on, <laughs> try to keep up. And he's like, oh, "You're a magician." He's like, "No, I pay attention, dumb fuck." No, you're a retard. <laughs> Wouldn't it be awesome to read a fucking Sherlock story where they're like, "Whoa, what are you a mu- magician? <laughs> musician?" Oh god damn it! They're like, "What are you a magician?" He's like, "No, you're just stupid." Right. No, you're just mentally defective. Well, let's see. If it's set, like, in the 1800s and shit, he can be like, no, you're drool cup retard. <laughs> you're a spastic. Get... <laughs> you need to wear a helmet outside the house. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, like you said, I really fucking dug this one. Yeah, I liked it, too. It was, this was a quick, this one was a quick read. The next one was a little tiresome. Wow, we might end up agreeing again. I mean, our periods lined up last time, but... Yeah. I think there will be a little discrepancy here, but so far, our general vibes, we've synced up. I know, because we're fucking... Shit. We know some shit about some shit. You fucking called it last time when you were like, Oh, sooner or later, we're going to sync up. <laughs> yep. <sighs> Creepy. Creepy. 
Anywho, the adventure of the antiquarian's niece. That's right. Antiquarian, huh? Antiquarian. Oh, fucking antiquarian. Ant- antiquarium, yeah. Whatever. You said anti, you upper crust bitch. <laughs> See, now I'm starting to feel, sound more like myself, ain't I? Yeah, now you're, yeah, now you're coming <laughs> alive. Yeah, The Adventure of the Antiquarian's Niece by Barbara Hambly. Yeah. <laughs> Barbara. Barbara. By Barbara Hambury. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Anywho, yeah, so let's get into this one. This one I really have no memory of, but I said that about the last one. Then you were like this, and I was like, no, dummy. Oh, yeah, this one, this is another one that felt like it was a little too much taffy pulling. I was just going to say, yeah, they pulled the fucking taffy on this one for so long. It's like, yeah, can we get to the fucking point? That's the general vibe I remember. Yeah, kind of. I like, like the it. I liked the concept of I like the yeah, I like I liked the plot of it. I like that, but I thought the execution took a little too long. And there was a couple parts that were kind of like, huh? You know, like they didn't quite They ended up explaining it more towards the end, but when it was happening, it was like, I don't get what's happening. Yeah. It's one of those ones that made you feel dumb because it's just, there's not a lot of fucking explanation, and when the explanation comes, it's a little too late, and you're like, you don't want to fucking write this. Mm-hmm. Make yeah. you feel stupid. Fuck you. Right. So, basically what it is, is this rich American dude who was born into money comes to see Holmes because because he wants to marry this his girlfriend. He wants to marry Holmes' girlfriend. No, he wants to marry his girlfriend, not Holmes's, his own girlfriend. Oh, that makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the the gal's creepy old dad and creepy old grandpa won't allow it, right? Isn't that what happened? Uh, from what I remember, yeah, it started out, they were like, oh, he's so awesome, he's so awesome. And he worked with the dad and the grandpa. Right. Who and was an, who was an like, antiquarian. Which, Whatever the fuck that is. Yeah, and they meet some other dude in this story that's an antiquarian. So basically it's is. just like a historian, I guess, or a... Like a... Asshole who gave himself yeah. a pretentious title? But yeah, with like lots of books. I'm an antiquarian? Maybe. Your books aren't that old, though, so... I've got some from the 70s. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> And we all know anything from the seventies is old. Yeah, it is. <laughs> we are. We yeah, we are. But yeah, um, from what I remember, this homeboy who came to—that <laughs> sounds bad. Yeah. <laughs> this dude who came to Sherlock was like, "Look, her fucking dad and her grandpa were all like, oh my god, you're so cool,' or whatever. And then all of a sudden, they were like, you're not cool anymore. You can't marry her.' Right." And, and so yeah, it was like what? Why? Yeah, and so apparently these people live in some old priory that well, was built that on the means. top of a fucking Roman uh, some shit, some old Roman ruins. Bathhouse. Huh? I said bathhouse. Bathhouse. Um. And oh, so I don't know. It might have so been. right away you're kind of like, oh, this place is going to be fucking. It's like being bur- built on an Indian burial ground. Just like Pet Cemetery. Uh-huh. <laughs> or I was going to say Poltergeist, but okay. Oh, let's fucking be original. Let's not talk about the same thing over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> so they 
they want to find out more about this family and stuff. So they go, they go to see a, uh, another, like I said, another antiquarian guy that's one of their associates or something. Whatever the fuck that means. And this guy's got all these dusty, musty books of folklore and <laughs> you know history, history of London and shit like that. So he can like pull out a volume and it's got the fucking history of this family in it somehow. And uh, they could trace it all the way back to fucking. Uh, what was the guy's fucking name? Uh, I guess I could crack my book and look, huh? <laughs> look, it might be helpful, Dick. Might be. Uh, Gaius Delapore. No, not that. Not that guy. That's the grandpa, I think. Carstairs. No, I think that's the dad. Okay, well, let's just talk about that for a second. What the fuck? What the was... fuck is up with those names? Carstairs, especially. Yeah. Well, the fucking American dude's name is Burnwell Colby. Yeah. Like, what the, the fuck? The names in this shit are like, okay, we're going for some faux aristocracy or some shit, ain't we? Oh, Grandpa, Carstairs, what are you doing over there? Hey, Shoefoot. Shoefoot? <laughs> You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> Shut up, you big fat... C- no. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's cut. <laughs> um, what the fuck was it? Oh, so it's... Depawatch Priory is where they, they live. Yeah. Stands on a cliff above the village of Watchgate in the wild hill country in the borders of Wales. 1215, King John confirmed the appointment of Augustinian Prior over the existing holy house of religion said to date back to the foundation by Joseph of Arimathea. So that's old as fuck, okay? That ties into Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> See, it appears from yet, its though. inception to have been the center of a cycle of legends and whispers. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Where's that fucking name? It, it changed hands a few times. Oh, there it is. Uh, Grimsley. The Grimsley family. See, there were repeated accusations of heresy involving the transmigration of the souls of certain priors. Rumors, which apparently transferred themselves to the Grimsley family, to whom King Henry VIII presented the priory in 1540. Ba, ba, ba. So apparently there's been like rumors and legend of people transferring their souls and shit and like fucking dark magic y shit going on in there. Blackspeak? Uh, Blackspeak, yeah. Exactly. Let's see. Rupert Grimsley, that's what his name was. Lord Rupert Grimsley was murdered by his wife and daughters in sixteen eighty seven. They apparently they apparently boiled his body and buried his bones in the subcrypt, reserving his skull, which they placed in a niche at the foot of the main stair in the manor house itself. As you tend to do. That's fucked up. No. Every family has their traditions. Anyway, they get all they gather all this information about the Delapore family and this priory and the history of the fucking whatever. And uh Wow, you're starting to sound like me. The history that I don't fucking know. <laughs> fucking some shit happened, some other shit happened, a guy died. Fuck it, who cares? <laughs> and, and so anyway, they 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 go back to their place and they're coming up with a plan of how to figure out what's going on with this this family and why they won't let this American dude, who's also a, a an antiquarian, or or you know researching folklore and shit. That's why he went to work with them at the priory was to learn. Some more folklore, folklore shit, right? I guess. Dude, I'm serious. This one I don't remember. And I think it's mostly because I was like, meh. Yeah. 
I was engaged at the start. That's why I knew the part about fucking the boyfriend was all like, oh, my God, they're awesome. Let's get married. And then the other two were like, fuck hell. Yeah. It was almost like there's too much uh, mythology shoved into like. Yeah, because so short of a time. Point. So like you gotta, they have to build, they have to fill you full of so much information mm-hmm. about the history of all this stuff before. Uh, At a certain point, it went from reading a story to almost feeling like you're reading like a, a textbook. textbook almost, like, yeah. And then you know, fucking five hundred years ago, this shit happened, and then fucking three hundred years ago, this shit happened, and that, and it's like, what the fuck is going on now, dude? Or in this case, lady. But then all of a sudden, that fucking Colby. That Burnwell Colby dude, the American dude, comes back to Holmes and he's like, "Okay, forget it all, forget everything. Everything's fine. Uh, We're all fine here. How are yeah. you?" Oh, that's what it was. They one of the things he showed Holmes the first time he was there was a note from that girl saying that that he won't be able to come marry him, you know. And then didn't he uh, he sent her a note back that said or he was going to go and like break her out like steal her like kidnap not kidnap her but like free her from that house and yeah. just take her away yeah and wasn't she like i don't know yeah but then well i thought wasn't there a, no- a second note or was that the was that the last note you're asking the wrong motherfucker uh let's see again i guess i can crack open my book and i'm trying not to do this shit on book though because I feel like sometimes we get a little too fucking... Too little just wrote, yeah. Yeah, in the in the weeds and being like, on page fucking 183, he said, and. Yeah, I'm trying not to do that too, but I, the, it, it's important. Remember, like, I don't... Yeah, but this, this note was important because... Yeah, let's see. Had I not written that letter, you will be safe, Miss Delapore's voice. Like, fuck. Hmm. Is there's and see here's something that I loved about the Harry Potter books, but that I noticed that a lot of fucking books and stories don't do. When somebody's writing a letter or something, they don't always like like indent it and stuff, or like yeah, make it like thinner than the regular prose, so you can't fucking find it. It's just kind of lost in the middle, and then you like. She continued type shit, and it's like, just give us the fucking letter, and you can editorialize later, cocksucker. Yeah, yeah, no, this one does that, but it's not very, it's not a drastic difference between that and the, the mm. regular text. But I thought there was an, I mean, I see this one. Let's see, uh, do nothing. Uh, let's see, I fear as a slave. I have been written. I have written to my father, but I fear he will do nothing. I'm in despair. Do nothing but wait and be ready. Do nothing. Yeah. By the way, but I thought there was another one that said, uh, hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Anyway, it comes back to Holmes and he's like, yeah, never mind. Uh, we're going to get married now. All I had to do was pay the old man off because originally he said he offered to pay to fix up this shitty old priory. The building's falling apart and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he offered to pay to pay to fix it up. And the guy was like, nah, fuck your money. Fuck you. Fuck you and suck my cock. Yeah, and then and then no, you can't marry my granddaughter. <laughs> and now he's coming back to Holmes and saying, "Oh yeah, he just all I had to do was throw some money at him to fix up that place." And um, must be fucking nice. And then he said, "Okay, fine, take her away." Throw some money at him, and they're like, "Fuck it, take the girl. I don't give a shit. We got money now." Mm-hmm. She was the only valuable thing we had. She's cherry. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> 
Gross. So, so he told him, yeah, I'm going there now to get her and we're going to go and be married and whatever. And, uh, <laughs> oh my god. Uh. <laughs> oh fuck. I don't know, I lost my train of thought now. <laughs> I, I grossed you out too much. Huh? I guess. Uh sorry, but come on, that's funny. <laughs> Anyway, he, he's off to do whatever, and Holmes is, like, suspicious immediately and uh, gets him to write down his address so that he can send... Because he, he wants the notes back that he gave him, like, the card and the note from from these people. And uh, he's like, oh, I can't find it, but, you know, give me your address or where you're staying, and I'll have it sent over. Yeah, because he smells some shit's not right. Yeah, so he gets him to write down the thing, and then he leaves. And... Watson's like, yeah, something's up with this guy. And Holmes like, yeah, something's up with this guy. Did you notice that when he wrote the note earlier today or whenever he was here last time, did you notice what hand he used? And apparently he cho- he changed uh, hands that he was writing with. Like the, Yeah, the, note. the first time he wrote with his right, and then the second time, the sign of pure evil, he wrote with his left. Mm-hmm. That's correct. <laughs> and so they, yeah, so they know something's something's up. So Holmes is going to going to talk to that Karnacki dude again, the antiquarian guy. Which that sounds like a bad fairground fortune teller. Oh, I know, doesn't it? Karnacki. I'm the great Karnacki. Mm-hmm. Sit, let me see your palm. <laughs> and uh, your balls. <laughs> uh, so so at some point Are you um, cherry? <laughs> so at some point Watson gets a knock on the door while he's by himself opens the door and it's the he doesn't know who it is but just by looking at him he knows who it must be and it's like the creepy old fucking viscount delapore or whatever the grandfather yeah and then he like blacks out and wakes up in a like a prison or like a cell it it almost you know what it reminded me of um pet cemetery no it reminded me. <laughs> it reminded me of that scene in the Mummy where they take fucking Evie down to uh, where they're trying to resurrect what's her fucking name, a Nox and a Moon. Mm-hmm. Because it's he says something about laying on like a stone uh, tablet or some shit, and there's people around him, kinda, but he yeah. can't really see much because he's like fucked up and loopy or something. Yeah, that's well, what he's, it reminded me. Well, of. he's in this room with. With another dude who's like stark raving mad and talking crazy what shit. A dick. And uh <laughs> then he sees then they can see like did they take them both I guess they took them both down this flight of stairs because there's a trap door in this room and the people come in and they take the, the the crazy dude down the stairs and then Watson follows them. Down the car stairs? Wait. Yeah, down the car stairs. And it goes down down deep into these Roman ruins underneath the priory mm-hmm. and he anyway long story short he comes up to a uh, some kind of altar where they've got some old dude like strapped down to it and it's the uh, the ink the the American dude the big burly American dude is mm-hmm. like doing some kind of fucking ritual with the fucking skull which is I guess the the 
that old Grimsley guy's skull. Mm-hmm. They rip his heart out and fucking bunch of little Indian kids. Wait, no, that's no, Indiana that's, Jones, that's the Indiana Jones. But or uh, Devil of Doom. Yeah, but he watches this whole thing, and then at the last minute, the the hot daughter shows up and like does some fucking wizardry on this guy, and like stops the ritual from happening and ends up killing the the guy. So any, anyway, the, basically, it was the fucking old dude. It was the spirit of that Grimsley from mm-hmm. way back in the 1700s or the 1500s has been doing this ritual to like put his soul in younger bodies all this time. So he's, so he's taken over everybody who's come to live in the Priory. He ends up taking over their bodies. The last one he took over was the, the old grandpa Delapore's body. So they were, they lured this American in so that he could take over his body. That's what happened. Yeah. All right, cool. That's what happened, which was kind of kind of cool. I kind of saw it coming, but yeah. I mean that's they set like it up so that you could figure it out. But yeah. it just took so long to get there. It was by the time you got there, it was like fuck. Okay. Yeah, by the time you got there, it's just like okay, who cares? Well, and and the other fucked up thing was like, at one point Watson looks down at his hands and they're all old and wrinkly. Oh yeah, because they were like sucking out his essence or something. <laughs> no, they fucking transferred his body. They somebody. Oh, okay. They yeah, put yeah, his yeah. they put his mind or whatever in the old dude's body and yeah, or some shit like that. And they found um, Watson's. See, that's one thing I didn't, I didn't understand. Like that was one of the things that didn't get explained until after the climax. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I know I said it. <laughs> but they, uh, I just wait, just wait. Explain it to me after the climax. <laughs> Uh, now what but are you they, saying about but they found they found uh, Watson's body tied up uh, somewhere, but it didn't really explain. Like, well, did he did he have the old man's brain in his body? Like, how, was it just a lifeless body they found, or like a was he like in a catatonic state or something? Did you die, Mister? But anyway, then Holmes shows up with the great Karnacki and they have some fucking Tesla rods or some crazy, <laughs> some crazy shit. And they do some electrical bullshit. The great Karnacki. And they're able to like transfer people's bodies back or whatever. But anyway, the, the woman like takes over control of the family. Mm-hmm. Cause she's like a sorceress or some shit. And they, they dismissed her as, um, crazy. Yeah. They couldn't, they couldn't use her for the body trans, transference or whatever because she was a woman they didn't have another they didn't have another male heir to transfer the souls into so that's why they had to lure this other guy in and yeah i guess apparently she wasn't ever really that into him but it was all part of this plan to to use his body yeah isn't it always (laughs) yeah that seems like it yeah but they couldn't use her because her got a virgina right um, but anyway, then Watson wakes up in his own body and is like, I don't know what the fuck happened. And then Holmes is sitting there smoking a bowl, being like, don't worry about it, dog. We got this. <laughs> and I was like, what? Why do you talk like that? Why are you talking so funny, man? But then apparently she has to stay. Oh, but oh, that's no, that's what it was. They were they were sacrificing these people to. um some gelatinous fucking monster from beyond that would. All that right, lived, you're hitting a little close to home. That now. lived in that lived in the basement of this priory. 
down oh, the okay, Roman that's ruins. Not me. That's what it was, and um, that's why he kept transferring his soul is because he was like being controlled by this this thing and had to keep feeding it people. So they so he would get he'd get old and then transfer his soul and then put that person's soul into his old body and then sacrifice that body to this guy or feed it to this monster. Gotcha. Gotcha. Or some sh- some sort of shit. So she like was going to have to so remember. so she was going to have to take over and be the caretaker of this priory and keep this thing locked in the basement so it couldn't get out. Just fucking starve it and fucking let it go, yo. Um yeah. But yeah, that was that one. It was a little overcomplicated for me, I think. Uh, yeah. For a short story, it was seemed kind of overcomplicated. It did, yeah. Like I said, I remember just bits and pieces of it. For the most part, I was like, I don't know what the fuck happened. I really don't give a shit at this point. Yeah, this seems like it, it would have been, been better fleshed out as like a... Um, like, I could see this as an episode of a TV show or a like an hour-long episode of a TV show or maybe a movie or something. Yeah, not like... Not, like a, not, not shoved into like 20 pages or whatever it was. Yeah, like 20, 30 pages and shit. And, you know... This, it would have worked better, I think. Probably, yeah. Could, or maybe like it's also very visual maybe a mini series even like a three episode mini series or some shit mm, yeah cuz it there you got to flesh this shit out and you can't just be like and then fucking long time ago this shit happened and then some more shit happened after that and then after that some more shit happened and now here we are today where more shit's getting ready to happen so hang on because like we said, it came off textbooky at one point, and it's like, I, you lost me, dude. I'm just going to sit over here and make fucked up jokes while the other dude tries to struggle and remember what happened, because we're both like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, and yeah, to me, it's like, it was a slightly more engaging story than, like, uh, Weeping Masks, but... It's on that level of, by the end, it's just like, I just don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> um, yeah. No, like I said, I, the the idea behind the story, I really, I did like. I liked the body transference part and the fact that this was all a setup to get this guy. And I, 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 that was cool. I dug that. But I don't know. Something about it was not quite right for me. Um, let's give it scores in just a second, but I got to go... I gotta run to the other side of the table and grab my pencil real quick, so hang on. Okay. Are you ready to give scores? Yeah. Oh, the way you said okay was like, alright. No, I'm ready. Alright, hang on just a second, man. Alright. <clears throat> so, yeah. Um, like I told you before we started recording, I kind of give these preliminary scores as I read them. Yeah. And then as we go through rating them, I kind of change shit and move it around a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that this time. And I'll tell you as we go. But what's your uh, verdict on Curious Case of Miss Violet Stone? Um... I'm going to give that one a 7.25. Oh, wow. That's your sec. Yeah, your second 7.25. Should I run down your scores again? We've been doing that lately. Sure. 
Study in Emerald, you gave a 6. Tiger, Tiger, you gave a 7.75. Case of the Wavy Black uh, Dagger, you gave mm -hmm. a 9. Case of Royal Blood, you gave an 8.25. Weeping Masks, you gave a 7. Art in the Blood, you gave a 7.25. And this, you gave a 7.25. You want to stick with that before it's etched in stone and can never be changed? Yeah, I'll stick with that. Huh, okay. Well, I gave it a 9. Really? Yeah, because I really dug it. Originally, I gave it a 10, but I don't think it's as good as Black Dagger, but it's damn close. Hmm. Like I said, I really fucking dug it. Interesting. I mean, I know I'm over here like, oh, fucking remember it, fuck it and shit. Yeah. Or at least I was when we talked about it, but yeah, I fucking dug the shit out of that one. Hmm. So, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really liked it, too. Maybe my score is too low. Hmm. I'll give it... A, I'll change mine to an 8. Okay. Okay. Well, that's... Wow, your average is way higher than mine, I think. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Because, uh... Studying Emerald and Weeping Masks drug my shit down. So, see, we're almost synced up on that one. Now we get to the adventure of the antiquarian's niece. That one's a little tougher to decide on. Yeah, that one I think I'll go with the 7.25. Really? Because I liked it better than, well, I definitely liked it better than Studying Emerald, and I, I think I liked it better than Tiger Tiger. Well, then that would be higher than a 7.25. I thought Tiger Tiger was a 7, you said. No, that was a 7.75. Weeping Masks got a 7. Oh, okay. Oh, fuck. See, this is this is the problem with telling you previous scores. You're like, wait, I like this better, so hang on. Well, no, I mean, it's not the problem with better scores. Like, I need to be able to judge it against things that I've read before. Like, I, I clearly yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I clearly know I like this better than, well, maybe I didn't like it better than Tiger Tiger. No, I know that, but I mean, you're... I think I've said this before. We're getting deeper into it, and the deeper into it, you're like, oh, well, this is of a good quality. And, like, say, Tiger, Tiger, that was our f second fucking story. So it's like, well, studying Emerald wasn't great, but this was better, so this gets a 7.75. Well, later, 7.75 means a little bit more than it did back when it's like, this one kind of, eh. But this one, so, yeah. Yeah, I think, I'll, I think I will go lower than Tiger, Tiger on this one, but not that much. I'll do 7.75. So the same as Tiger Tiger. Oh, fuck. 7.5. <laughs> You're silly. 7.5. Well, there's a bit more of a gap here for me. Cause Give it a two. I, no, not that low. But when I read it, it was like, okay, it's good. There's interesting things in here. It's definitely an average story, so I immediately started out with like somewhere between a four and a six well automatically that's five but the longer it dragged on it's like no nah, it's a 4.75 no we're still going so so it's a 4.5 and i liked the way it wrapped up even though i was still just like Ugh. so i settled on a 4.5 there you go but it a kind of like um, it was one of the earlier stories that I was really struggling with. I was like, dude, I don't fucking know. Uh, I guess it was Studying Emerald where it's like, it's somewhere between a one and three, and I struggled. 
I kind of struggled with this one, too, because it's like, I don't know. I mean, it's definitely better than that, but fuck. It's not, yeah. like, blowing my hair back. So, yeah, there you go. Hmm. So, again, you're about... Yeah, your score is way higher than mine. I've given the highest score yet, but I've also given the two lowest. Actually, I've given the three lowest. Wow. Yeah, I'm probably too generous. Yeah, you are. I'm a harsh critic. And like I said, fucking... I'm kind of erratic, too, because it's like, two, six, ten, seven, two, seven. (laughs) And again, I think my moods affect my scores. Oh, I'm sure they do. So I'm like, oh, shitty mood. Let's read. Maybe that'll make it better. No, this sucks. No, fuck this stupid shit. So, yeah, there's that. Time to do thank yous, huh? You know, the thing I have noticed, too, the stories we don't like as well, we tend to cover more. Well, yeah, because we fucking pick them apart. Yeah, like... We have to justify our hatred. Violet Stone, we're both like, that's pretty good. Moving on. We spent like 10 minutes on that. This one, we spent almost 25. So, yeah, anyway, let's get into thank yous real quick and wrap this bitch up, huh? Our thank yous, as per usual, go to at the J Sarge for our opening music, at Sherry Archinoff for our logo for this and the main show and the commentaries. Same thing for this and the main show. And uh, thanks to at TESD Groupie for her help with the intro, and at thanks to at GGAMK30 for uh, providing this book that we are reading. And sounds like it, we're hating it, but it's enjoying, enjoying, enjoyable. Yeah. And time for our shit, eh? Find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and find everything we do at NerdBlitz.com. Get yourself some merch by going to RedBubble.com slash people slash NerdBlitzPod slash. Uh, get yourself some extra audio by going to TSDJProduction.BandCamp.com. Five albums there. You know what they are. Go get them. I'm at the Scooby Doom. You are at Fitzman73. And on both the Twitter and the Instasham, we are at NerdBlitzPod. <sighs> That's a show. We'll be back next time with The Mystery of the Worm and The Mystery of the Hangman's Pup. Wow, these fucking titles are starting to bleed together, too. I know. Good Lord. Anywho, we'll be back with those next time. So until then... Bookmark it. This has been a feature of JJ2E Media and... TSDJA Productions.